The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. Hello. Do you always find it? I, it's so awkward at the beginning of the podcast. Like, we've just obviously been setting up and chatting, and then we have to, like, do a fake hi intro, and it's like, oh, I never know what to say. And we both go silent for like five seconds. <laughs> Sorry, who's this? It's the voice in your head. <gasps> oh my God, you're back. You're back. <laughs> How have you been? No, I'm the other one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Have we got any update on your demons on the wall? Like, that was the last thing we were talking about, I think. They're, they're still there. They've not yet granted me wishes or smited, smote my enemies. <laughs> Smoty smote. <laughs> um, so they're kind so... of useless demons. They're basically just annoying stains on the wall as opposed to anything oh more God. spectacular. I... Is that what you're admitting? I hope they don't hear you say that because... <laughs> if they do, that's the, I mean, that's it. You're done for. So done I'm a little bit late. Um, Andy's been waiting around for me because... Um, do you want to know the really good reason I'm late? Um, I assume it's one of two things. Go on. Either you're having a poo. No. On the floor. Again. <laughs> <laughs> or... Oh, I can't really say that on radio. Um... Sex? No, I wasn't having that either. No, I wasn't actually going to say sex. I was going to say you were doing charity work. You're disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not in times like this, you know, like, obviously charity work is forbidden. Um, I was watching Sleepy Hollow. Heapy so Slollow, the, last... the film or the TV show? The film. I haven't seen the TV show. Is it any good? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I have to check it. No, um, the old, well, the 1999 Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. <sighs> And every other famous person ever movie. Um, it's there's such famous... an amazing cast. Well, there's that famous quote in Sleepy Hollow where Ichabod Crane's there and suddenly screams into the night, Christina Ricci, you won't have much of a career after this. <laughs> Didn't she do... There was... I know there's a film that one of our friends at uni was mad about that she was in where she would like, turn into a pig or something. And I don't remember her doing anything after that. So you're thinking of either Penelope or Penelope. Penelope. Yeah, one of those two. I haven't. I think I have seen it once, but not since it came out. And I don't think it's become I've a seen classic. It. It's got um, it's got James McAvoy in, and I think randomly it might have Reese Reese Witherspoon in. Oh wow, what a cast, eh? But yeah, Sleepy Hollow is banging. It's got everybody in it, including Jeffrey Jones, that convicted child sex. Predator. It, do, it doesn't have Don French in. No, that's and, true. It doesn't. And, but and it also, doesn't... Gandhi, he's not there. Um, but Don French is in Harry Potter, and almost everybody in Harry Potter is in Sleepy Hollow. It's like, um, also the guy that plays Alfred in like the first four Batman movies is in it. Like I spent ages trying to work out who it was. Um, so yeah, it's it's a booming old cast. Um, speaking of Alfred. We've both seen the Justice League Zack Snyder cut. Nice segue. Thank you. So, four hours. Well, three hours 40, Anna. Let's not, let's not, you know. I thought it was pretty much spot on four hours. Oh, is it? it? Maybe. I thought you were, I thought you were becoming victim to hyperbole. 
I thought it was like more than four. I, I thought it was close to four hours. It felt like at least four hours. It I felt like at the, least two films worth of stuff. The director's cut of the director's cut is nine hours. Oh. So. <laughs> Have you seen that they're releasing the um, Lord of the Rings director's cut and it's like 700 hours or something? They already did, didn't they? No, I think it's just a joke going around. And somebody said that they're going to re- release um, Toby Wiseau's director cut. Of the room. Yeah, he tweeted it, I think. Yeah. There's apparently there is just before we return to Justice League, is there is like a rude version of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh my gosh. So there's apparently Robin Williams. They did loads of takes and they did it scripted at first, and then after that he just did it and it was like naughty. But they're not planning to release it because it's such a treasured movie that I think they think because Justice League the original is not a treasured movie, let's be honest. But Mrs. No, Doubtfire is a, a modern classic. So so have you seen the original Justice League? I have. I don't mind the original. You must be the only person who's ever given it such high praise. I've heard it's the worst thing ever. I've not actually seen the original, but oh, all the clips so I've seen look terrible. They're, they're very, very different movies. And this is, and I'm not talking about uh, Mrs. Doubtfire and Justice League. They are different <laughs> movies. I accept that. But yeah. the two Justice Leagues are like different movies because although the bare bones of the plot is the same, the rest isn't and they get and different things happen and they get there. So it's not just uh, these uh, little bits that were missed out. It's been doubled in size and it's, it's almost like a completely different movie. Yeah, I uh, the comparisons I've seen, the colour of it is completely different for a start, isn't it? Like The colour of Joss Whedon's version is very like Marvel bright colours. Whereas this is very desaturated greys. I don't notice that sort of stuff, I'll be honest. So I didn't pick that up. It it looks very different, like physically different from the bits I've seen. I mean, also the bits I've seen, um, they've really changed the baddie's appearance. Because I thought he looked really cool in Zack Zack Snyder's version. Um, What's his name? Steppenwolf. Yeah. Not Steptoe and Son, Steppenwolf. <laughs> well, there's a band called Steppenwolf, but it seems like the band came very slightly before the baddie got created. Are, are you not thinking of Steps? Oh, they came slightly before too. They were like Dawn of Time, weren't they? They also... They've been around forever. Well, they're also responsible for an apocalypse. So <laughs> when You, you must have heard of Steppenwolf, the band, the rock um, band. No, maybe, yes, I don't know. I because like, I assumed oh well it makes sense for a band to be named after a comic book character. S- sing them for me. Oh, I don't fucking know. They're just one of those like metal bands that goes on like Best of Dad Rock, nineteen eighty three. Is their famous you know? song Steppenwolf, Steppenwolf, every morning. <laughs> don't give me another song. I've been singing Hamster Jam all the time. Okay. And, like since the jam. I can't stop singing. The hamster jam. The Steppenwolf. <laughs> Just going off on a totally different tangent, I watched the new episodes of Bob's Burgers the other day. Um, <gasps> Me too. Oh my God. The Buttworm song is my favourite thing ever. I <laughs> love worm. Bob's Burgers. <laughs> it's so easy to just sink into it. And also, it makes me laugh out loud more than most shows. I realised the other day, I was like, just howling, like the Buttworms was just killing me. Um... <laughs> I've and been watching most things. I kind of like laugh internally at, or you know, but no, it makes me. It howl is funny. I one thing I do wish is that I wish 
there were more female voices because it's male yeah. actors doing the female roles, which is a bit sucky in 2017, which is where we are now. But um, They're so I, good, though. They <laughs> are. I don't doubt it. I've been watching the season three of Disenchantment as of yesterday, and it's, it gets better as you go along. Yeah. It's I'm kind of like halfway there. through, and I haven't quite finished it. Um, I do I do like it. I love, obviously, um, that we've got... Uh, what's his name? The guy that plays Bender is the dad. His voice is great. And I, I've met the him. King. I can't think what his bloody... Yeah, King Zod. I love his voice. Zog. Zod is yeah. Superman. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, you know, they all blend into one this week. <laughs> so, yeah... <laughs> no, I- I'm halfway through Disenchantment season three and I haven't quite felt the motivation to finish it. Like, I, I enjoy it enough, but it doesn't grab me as much as... Like, I actually really like the first series. I think um, I've laughed twice. I yeah. think that's it. The first series is good. I enjoyed the second one, although when I when I was watching the recap for uh, just before season three, I didn't remember. No. Like, I remembered it when I saw it, but I'd completely forgotten it. And that's I a, think I've have quite a good memory of season one somehow i don't know if i watched it twice or if it was just a little bit but season two was just a big gaping void until i saw that like memory and even now if i try and work out what happened in season two like i can't remember something with her brother who sounds like ralph wiggum i don't know or is it (laughs) is it is it ralph wiggum he sounds like or is it martin or something he sounds like a mixture between ralph and nelson Nelson. Uh, mm, yeah, he's not the bully. I'm thinking of... Who's the posh kid? That's like, Martin one... Prince. Martin Prince. I feel like he's got Martin Prince crossed with. Yeah. Good old Simpsons, hey? Are you still on your Lisa bender? Uh, what do you call me? Um, <laughs> I, no, I do nip into the Simpsons because some yeah. the S- Simpsons classic episodes is probably, I think, the best animation ever. Um, it that I think there's high praise. So, I think some episodes of The Simpsons, and I'll put it out there, some episodes of The Simpsons for me just can't be topped by anything that's come before or after. Um, I just think it's excellent. Obviously, it had a it had a dip, um, but actually, some recent episodes are pretty decent as well. But yeah. obviously, it's lost the the spark that made it so great, iconic. We've we've moved on so far from Justice League and haven't actually finished it. So Justice League, so So Ezra Miller I find really irritating. So Ezra Miller is um a bit problematic. How come? I, I'm not aware of that. So they were seen um last year strangling a woman. What? I don't think it's a domestic thing. It was, I think, a member of the public or something. But I don't think it was a joke. And I know that Ezra was called out by fans and they said, don't um, do the Flash movie with them. Cast someone new. Um, I do know, though, that when um, We Need to Talk About Kevin came out... Mm. Ezra Miller was, like, young then, like, early 20s. And it was reported then that they were an absolute wanker when doing, like, press interviews and everything. Oh, really? I was actually thinking I want to re-watch that because, um, well, partly because I really enjoyed... I thought that was a really good film. I don't enjoy is the right word, but it's a really good... good, 
Um, but also, uh, my friend has the book, and I was just like considering. I think it's entirely written in letters from the because it's Tilda Swinton, isn't it? The mum. Yes. Is that right? Um, entirely seems to be written in letters from the mother character about their child, um, which I thought was quite an interesting premise. Um, I, I, I kind of like you know stories told through emails or you know where there's like a time discrepancy between the chapters. Um, yeah. And, you know, the changing facts appear to the narrator as well. You know, that type of thing. Um, so, yeah, I think I might have to dig that one out. It, um, well, also, I like, my understanding is I found the character of C- a Cyborg. I was going to yeah. say Cyclops, but that's X-Men, isn't it? Um, from what I understand, was pretty badly, like, sh- it was cut out a lot of the so Joss Whedon is- cut. Yeah, this is Ray Fisher, the actor who yeah. subsequently made complaints about Just Reading and then about um is I think his name is Walter Hamada who runs DC for Warner Brothers. Right. Um and there was a lot of um complaints and then uh, about conduct and bullying and things like that and I don't think Ray Fisher is particularly taken seriously. Um a bit of a lone voice kind of standing Against mm. them, but I've seen both. I'd versions. say the strongest character in the, the second cut. The, That's the... one thing that everyone's um, kind of realised was how much was cut out, how um, wrong, how wrongly he was done by Joss Whedon, mm. um, and also I think it's it's lent credence to the fact that this was obviously a toxic work environment that yeah. possibly Joss Whedon's then punished him for. By just making his his like role in out. it is tiny. You get no yeah. real character development. It's just there. Um, the screen time is is just completely different. Um, although when I posted actually about it on Facebook, someone commented and said, "Oh well, he's he's burnt his bridges now." By um, you know, who has the actor by complaining by about the executives at, at Warner Brothers? But I thought, you know what? Sometimes you need to fight. Yeah, they burnt those. Bridges. Also, are there any bridges to burn there? Because I really feel this must be the last hurrah of that particular setup. Like, obviously, it's cool to see Zack Snyder's vision being yeah. actually allowed to happen, considering it seems to have been so royally fucked up in, in the first case, from what I've seen. Um, but it like. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. There's a big sequence, like the last half hour of the new cut is a kind of dream sequence predicting a future um, that would require a load of plot to happen to get to that and would require a good few movies to get to that point. Well, and I don't think there's going to be any further movies. No, they've confirmed, made... they've confirmed that there aren't going to be. Which I mean, is, is Ben, str- what's his name? Is Ben Affleck's not coming back as Batman, is he? He's like, he looks absolutely done with it by the end of it. Oh yeah, and it's sick of it. I think he's he's more. I think some consider problematic as well. But oh, really? um, the the weird thing is they've only done I think um, t- a couple of DC movies since then. So they've done obviously Wonder Woman two, and I can't remember if they've done Wonder Woman one by then. I don't think so. Wonder Woman two and Aquaman. Yeah. And they See, don't... I thought Aquaman came after this movie, after the original Joss Whedon one. It did. Seemed... Yeah, right. Because the character seems to be very early steps in this movie. It seems to like have been like he's not fully. There are some hilarious bits in this film, though. Like I laughed 
like unintentionally laughed at her. Like you've pointed out in the status you post on Facebook, every time Wonder Woman turns up, they play like kind of yeah, women it's noise. so bad it's, it's so cringy it's like the gladiator <laughs> movie every movie did that for about five years after gladiator and it was um it's <laughs> it's like comically bad and i use the word comic there purposefully it's it is a comic book i thing. mean it's not perfect it's still too long there are bits where it gets confusing but it's a much better movie and i enjoyed watching it the other bit that made me howl with laughter was there was an aquaman scene because i think that basically his angle in this is that he hasn't decided whether he wants to resume his role as Aquaman or just wants to kind of fuck around being a Camden hipster in an Icelandic village, like or getting sung the, out by weird women. It's going to um, be the singing, isn't it? Because that's not in the original and that's fucking bizarre. Yeah, where all the women sing. Yeah, that's so strange. But also, no, the, no that, that was bizarre. But the bit that really got me was when he saved a man from drowning, slammed him down ordered a, a bottle of Jack Daniels or something, said it's on him to the man he'd just saved, <laughs> um, marched out, and then, like, all the water just, like, comes up as some sort of, like, perfume advert around him. Um, and then he throws the bottle of Jack Daniels into the water. I mean, like, this dude who's supposed to be, like, I- I'm guessing this is meant to show that he gives no shits about the sea and he's not taken on his role as Sea Guardian yet, so he litters. But it's like throwing a bottle of Jack Daniels is just the most douchebag, hipster twat thing ever. And it's just so cringy and perfume adverty. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Do you right know, now? the actor who plays Aquaman, <laughs> Jason Momoa, yeah. did one of my favourite things because I don't like Chris Pratt. I get a really yeah. bad vibe off him. I don't like Jason Momoa from what I've heard either, though. I, One of my friends has met him and said he was quite rude. Oh, uh, right. I've, I, I'd only heard good things about him, but you never well, know, do you? But I'll, he, I'll spread my rumours after you said your Chris Pratt bit. Well, he, I've got a soft spot for Chris Pratt, so I feel like we can... He called out, out Chris Pratt on Instagram, even though they're friends. Chris yeah. Pratt had um, was on a photo thing or like a video and he had a plastic bottle. And he called him out for using a plastic bottle <laughs> instead of a recyclable one. He deleted the comment afterwards, but... Uh, Chris Pat responded apologising so oh it was like I have it but I didn't have it then and so I just put it in my hand but it's so bad you're so right and it's such I'm like I'm sure he was handed it by somebody like but you can like, tell just have loads of bottles just sitting around yeah there. you can tell how pissed off Chris Pratt is though it's such yeah. a thing but I just don't like Chris Pratt so I was I was quite amused. You see, I've got quite a soft spot for Chris Pratt because I just think back to Lego Movie and Parks and Rec. He's super um, right wing though, isn't he? That's the rumour. That's the rumour, but I like again, I'm, I I don't think it's been completely... I think it's like potentially true, but you know. Seen... If it is, obviously that that's not great. I, I'm not a right wing fan, but um, I, I, I feel like it might also be the fact that he doesn't want to say anything either way. Um, and people are like, oh, well, if you won't speak, then you must be right wing. Think... Whereas I think it's just like a bit like Dolly Parton never really speaks about her political inclinations because she knows her fan base probably are. And it's not really her position to, you know, I actually, she's there to make music. I love Dolly. Um, I, yeah, you can't not love she, Dolly. She, I think she's quite liberal, though, actually. She can't say it, though, because of her exactly. conservative fans. With but then I imagine Chris Pratt's probably got quite a lot of conservative fans. I imagine all of the Marvel Universe probably with, do. With Chris Pratt, though, I think for me, actually, because he was brilliant at Parks Recreation, never thought much. Mm. And then he, about two movies in, where he's having success. I remember watching an interview with him and I, yeah. I hadn't heard any rumours at this point and he was the most arrogant guy in this interview. It was really off-putting. Yeah. 
and that's one thing that kind of follows him around is that he's like that. And obviously you never, yeah. know, never know the truth. And on, I mean, on the Avengers point, like Chris Evans is super liberal and posts about mm, his often. Um, I imagine Chris Hemsworth isn't. But I don't know. I think he probably is. I, I, to be honest, I think everyone from LA kind of is. Well, I don't think it's... He's not do you from know what LA, I mean? though. Or, no, I know. He's Australian, right? Yeah, and I get such a bad vibe from him as well. That, it's just that water story. Do you remember the water story where Australia oh. wasn't allowed to... They, everyone was struggling for water, so you couldn't do the gardens, and he had a tanker, like a full, like, Ugh. reticulated lorry full of water come. And they said, you're using it to warn your gardens. And it's like, no, it's just for me and my family because we're short of water. And it's like, there's enough water there to last you years. Mm. I just thought, oh, well. oh my god! At least it wasn't toilet rolls, hey? That's <laughs> well, that's what the van was made out of. There was water <laughs> leaking everywhere. <laughs> what a waste! Right, okay, so I'm going to trade now my Aquaman suspicions. I mean, firstly, I think he just rubs me up the wrong way because he really looks like he's a like cat. Like I, my friend dated someone who was like a lookalike of him, basically, and was just <laughs> I the most. This is going boring human being and totally relied on the fact people came up and went oh you look like Jason Momoa and you know I, I just know so many women that are like oh he's so amazing it just kind of like Bleh. so my thing that I've heard about him was that on the set of Aquaman obviously Amber Heard is a big steaming pile of shit from what we know um, well but from what you know I, what, I don't necessarily okay, believe that from what's been put out in the public I believe that that's how I feel about her. Um, but apparently she she's a big reader. And I think there was some bit in the Aquaman movie where she... Um, and this is like just Anna rambling rubbish that she heard ages ago and thinks might be true, but it's stuck with her. Um, there's a bit where she's like in a tower or something or she's on her own on a, a podium. And, and she was a bit bored, so she had a book with her. Um, and but Jason Momoa thought it'd be a hilarious joke to get her book and rip out the last few pages so that when she got to the end, she could never find out how it ended. Um, and to me, that just screams school bully, kind of like attention-seeking male twat, like can't let anyone do their thing. So that really put me off him when I heard that. But also one of my friends met him at a premiere and apparently he was very uninterested, sneery, dismissive um, of her in general. Um, and that just kind of fitted with the thing. So to me, I just feel he's not my kind of guy. Um, yeah, that's douchey. I'm not going. I've, I've, I'm literally googled it, and it's true. Um, that book thing that is douchey because it's like, you know, who, who the fuck, who gives a fuck about what the attention you need? Don't touch my shit. But, yeah. But there. We, so I think we're agreed to wrap up this whole segment. They're all fuckheads. Uh, yeah, that's it. Except <laughs> no. me. Except for you, and yeah, no, I'm a fuckhead. I'm not even going to excuse it. <laughs> so, vaguely still on this topic, though. Um, so I mentioned a few weeks ago that I was having a job interview, and I had another job interview <gasps> for the same role, which I'm pretty certain I haven't got because I don't think it went particularly well. I think um, she's got it, Gentle, but we'll see. Like, listeners. we'll find out in a few weeks. Um, either way but yeah i'm not really holding on but i did spend the first 10 minutes of the interview talking about batman and i feel like this happens quite regularly considering i don't count myself as a batman aficionado but is it just that everybody talks about batman a lot or is it just a common reference point that you can talk to everyone about i don't bring it up (laughs) i have to admit um so the reason this came about was that i got called um the joker in the pack with regards to my job application 
which is obviously okay. so, means that I'm definitely going to get the job, right? Like, I, like it could only be a good thing to be called the Joker in the pack. I want, so I, I want <laughs> like, if I was like ascribing descriptions to all my friends, the Joker isn't one I'd give to. Not that you're not hilarious, you're not, but it's <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it's not. Do you know, like in the in the Breakfast Club, the kind of labels I'd put you. I'd so what put, label would you give me from the Breakfast Club? The Basket Case. Oh, fuck. I want to be the princess. You are not the princess. <laughs> shit! <laughs> the princess The princess has her shit together. <laughs> but admittedly, the basket case does end up being super cool at the end, so that's okay. And she just uh, yeah. eats shitloads of sugar on bread. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so like when he called me the Joker in the pack, my response was, as long as I'm Jack Nicholson and not Jared Leto, um, which I thought was quite funny, but didn't get a laugh. So I feel <laughs> like I've... no one wants to be Jared Leto. No, no, they um, don't. Although he he's obviously in the new Justice League. Heath Ledger's not a bad uh, thing, although I see dead now. Yeah, I mean, bad for him. Um, <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> gutted. Um, Jesus no, Christ. No, no, no. I like, he's a lovely, he, he's, he's a very good actor from what I've seen. Um, I couldn't I, He seems like a type. lovely person as well. I'm just, She's terrible listeners. Complain about her. She's just... Complain about me slagging off... To her to her potential know. new employer. <laughs> so my potential new employer, man. Um, yeah, who didn't really go for that. Um, but I then ended up... But another question I was asked in my job interview, which I completely, like, wasn't prepared for, um, was around design. And web- he said, what websites do you like design-wise? And my brain just went absolutely blank. I couldn't think of anything. Um, and I ended up saying, oh, I think that as social medias go, Instagram has a good layout or something like that. Um, but then I realized, I kind of thought, oh, actually, I've always liked the um, New Musical Express Enemy website. I always thought that's got quite a cool, iconic design and, you know, feels easy to read, but you always know where you are, blah, 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 all that interview schmaltz. Um, so then I thought I'd check myself and have a look at their actual content. And they had an article on the top 10 Batman ever, Batman ever. Um, who's your favourite Batman? Christian Bale. Well, he was in at number one. Do you know who my favourite Batman is? Adam West. Michael Keaton. Well, it's got to be Michael Keaton because you... Literally freak yourself stupid over Beetlejuice. Yeah, exactly. I love, I love. Although, so he came in at number five in the list of where best was, Batman. Where was Val Kilmer in this list? Number four. Wow. I, yeah. I, I like, I don't feel there is a fair system where Val are Kilmer's then, Batman is better than Michael Keaton's. Are there nine Batmans? There were ten. I think they also used Let, the black and white guy, um, the the one that was in the old TV show and stuff. I'll see if I can find it now. Hold on. Um, but no, I was just t- completely taken aback. I know that people don't universally love Michael Keaton's Batman because he comes across as too skinny or weak, potentially. But I've always thought that's kind of part of what Batman is, that he's like rich is his superpower, I, which is literally a line from Justice League, isn't it? I know, yeah. It is. Totes. I would have thought people would put George Clooney and Val Kilmer last. So George Clooney was quite late, but yeah, Val Kilmer was above. Adam, um, Adam West, people really like because they it's it's camp nostalgia, but also yeah. Family Guy and things like that. But right, I've got the list. So in at number ten, we've got David Mazouz from Gotham. Since we're judging Batman here, not Bruce Wayne's David Mazouz's silent seven seconds in the la- suit land 
him right in the bottom of the list. So, okay, he only was in it for seven seconds, apparently, so fair enough. All right. Um, <laughs> signature bat phrase, literally nothing, it says. Um, after that was Ian Glenn in Titans, which I, uh, again, have not seen, so couldn't comment on. Um, number eight was Lewis Wilson in Batman 1943, um, which is during the peak of World War Two. apparently, was his first live-action outing. I mean... Oh. I'm interested to see why he's so low down. Um, Because no one's ever heard of him. Well, yeah, exactly. But that's not why someone should be worse. It's more, you know. Then Robert Lowry, 1949, um, who must have come shortly afterwards, is in in at their number seven. Number six is George Clooney. So this is my thing, right? These two actors that we barely know, how are they worse than George Clooney? I feel because I don't people think that don't can be right. care. I think they should have done a list of people, left out these nobodies, and done a list of famous Batmans. Well, I mean, they did. They've still got the other famous Batmans, you know. But at the same time, I think that they unfairly dismissed people who, like, I'm prepared to give these other two the benefit of the, the doubt that they were probably better than George Clooney and Batman and Robin. I'm prepared to give them my stool in their eye. <laughs> Number five, Michael Keaton. Fine, Val Kilmer four, and let me guess, Affleck three. If Christian Bale's one, Adam West two. Yep, you're right, completely on. And then Pattinson I mean, will be in there at some point. I would argue with well, I think Pattinson will go right to the end because everyone hates the sound of that, don't they? <laughs> He's oh, so annoying. Um, I so, love Robert Pattinson. No, you're not I allowed love, to. Um, I'm sorry. That's uh, I think contract so ended. So interesting. How? Oh my god, have you seen Tenet, right? No. Oh, oh my god, it's just the most intolerable load of bullcrap. I was, I almost uh, walked out of the cinema. I was so cross. Like, I am not a Christopher Nolan fan anyway. And I don't particularly rate The Dark Knight. So, you know, whoever wrote this enemy article is like polar opposite to my opinions on Batman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it got me <laughs> more wound up. Like, I didn't think I cared about Batman as much as I evidently do. Do you know, I. I always had a crush on Chris O'Donnell's Robin. Oh my god, he was. What's so he hot. in? He's in Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Oh yeah, no, he is quite cute, isn't he? Actually, he makes that with Uma Thurman and Batman Robin. He was yeah. like one of the biggest stars in the world in the nineties, and then his career just disappeared. Why? I don't know, but he was in so many hits, like so many. There's got to be an interesting story behind that. I don't know. Maybe he's just one of those. I know he lost out on um, Leonardo DiCaprio's role in Titanic. He was the first choice, apparently. Uh, but oh. then, for some reason, didn't do it. And I think if he had done it, he'd still be... Well, he's big now because he does that um, some crime show in the U- in the US, like one of the okay. uh, CSIs CSI. or something like that, yeah. yeah. But he's, he was in hit, literally hit after hit and then nothing gutted mate he was so hot though i had a massive chris o'donnell crush <laughs> we're just talking about all these people who are like no longer have careers him and christina ricci need to have a reboot and uma Thurman was in it it was in batman and robin now she's an interesting one because i actually re-watched well i say re i don't think i'd ever actually fully watched pulp fiction but i re-watched it the other day mm. And um, obviously she's in that. And then she had a string of movies. But other than those kind of mid-90s movies in Kill Bill, 
she's not had a career in in I'd say probably. Mm. She's in some years. new TV show. Um, I th- or I don't know if it's a straight. T- it might be a streaming movie or a TV show, but she's in one with. Oh, who is it? She's still super is it famous. Al Pacino. I don't know, but she's no, still super famous. But Kill Bill Two came out in two thousand and five, I think. Yeah, um, it came, I remember watching it when we were at university. Um, not in the cinema though. It's like you know when. Like colleges had their little fake cinemas, and you could go and watch it in there. Like I remember watching the first Kill Bill with Plodge or whatever. Our lot at uni, but you might not have been there then. You might not have been part of our lot then. No, but I have a feeling. Did our lot go and see um, Sin City together? I feel yeah, like that was a that was a uni outing. I love Sin City. I think that's a great movie. I haven't seen it since then, so maybe I need to watch it again at some point. I've seen it once since then, and I still enjoyed it. I can't remember it now, but I like that kind of style, like. It reminds me a lot of another Zack Snyder movie, which people hate, like full on Sucker hate. Punch. Yeah, and I love that movie. Yeah, it has real, really bad um, reviews. I've, I've seen bits of Sucker Punch. I've not seen it all the way through. I think it's got a very poor plot line, isn't it? Like vaguely offensive to women as well. I don't know. I that's the big thing is that it's anti-feminist and it treats them like. Um, it's Dolls. just it's exposure porn, I suppose. But mm. exposure porn—that's not a thing. What am I thinking of? Isn't it basically a video game, like torture porn, released as a movie, right? Kind of, yeah. It's just an excuse for them to wear skimpy outfits. But I don't see it. I don't see it that way. I can see a clear reason why they're doing it, and I, I don't know. The movie really moves me, but I, I may, and I've seen it a few times. But it may just be one of those movies that everyone hates, and it's your guilty little pleasure. Yeah. My, I, I, I have to admit, I haven't seen it for ages. My understanding was that it was terrible. And I've always been slightly baffled as to why everyone was so excited for Zack Snyder's cut. Because from what I understand, most of his movies are somewhat terrible. The, like, yeah. 300 is a guilty pleasure one. No, 300 shit. And Man of Steel shit as well. The exactly. Only, the only the ones I've ever liked of his, I think, were Sucker And did Punch he do Batman vs. Superman? That's crap as well. Exactly, that's terrible. That was. But that's I long. do like Watchmen. Yeah, I haven't seen that again for ages, so that might be worth a rewatch at some point. But I really enjoyed it. So yeah, I was kind of confused when everyone was like screaming, you know, we must see the new Zack Snyder movie because I was like, mm, I love that this, this podcast has not been typical Doom Scroll. There's no point in even looking at anything. No, now. this is literally just this has been Justice, a Justice League. League one. <laughs> Just so, ice. This is the Just Ice League. Um, I, so we don't get sued. <laughs> I apologise to anyone who hasn't seen the movie and who doesn't give a shit who's, who's actually sat <laughs> through this podcast until the bitter end. I have Expect one other thing to, to say along Justice League, though. Oh, my um, God. My favourite my YouTubers who I've talked about a few times before, I think, are called Red Letter Media, and they do really good film reviews. Um... Oh, this is another thing that might have gone wrong in my interview, by the way. I think the guy said that I was too obsessed with movies. Um, but anyway, uh, like my favourite... <laughs> so let's just talk about it for 45 minutes on the podcast. Um, my my favourite YouTubers, they did a really interesting like one-hour review of Justice League. Um, and they found all of the added-in jokes from Joss Whedon. Because basically... Aside from cutting a load of stuff out, he also added quite a lot of stuff in. They show quite a lot of the stuff that was added in by Joss Whedon's cut. Um, and it's mostly terrible dad jokes that aren't funny to... End- like, they basically showed one of them reacting to the jokes in real time. 
and not a small smile was had. It's fucking terrible. Um, well, let's let's not besmirch. Just... Let's not besmirch no. the good name of dad jokes, though, because I. Or J- Joss Whedon. I think we can I'm... besmirch the good oh, name yeah. of Joss Whedon. Well, that's not a good name anymore. But dad jokes, no. dad jokes are my thing. So let's not just yeah. shit on that. But Joss Whedon's a cunt. And... I, th- I think he's an unfunny cunt, though. Is the the, the problem I'm going to take away from this particular yeah, waste a, of money? And then a misogynistic, abusive one as well. Yeah, just to throw in a little extra spice onto the fire. Um, but it is quite shocking when you know how much he got paid, and they ba- I think they basically took how much extra he got paid and broke it down into each of the jokes, and how much each of these terrible jokes was worth. And sorry, they weren't like funny dad jokes because I love a funny dad joke like hamster uh. jam. That's um, not a but... dad, that's a, that's like, that's <laughs> fucking class, that's the golden ticket of jokes. <laughs> the cruelest joke the ever. The flea bag of... of... <laughs> but yeah, so who's your favourite member of the Justice League? Oh my god, it's, um, I don't think I like any of them, if I'm honest, <laughs> if I'm truly honest with myself, but that's why I quite like it. Like... Is it Henry Cavill's moustache? <laughs> Well, Henry Cavill is Henry Cavill is gorgeous, but also there are stories. Are they about all just him, the worst humans? There's potentially stories about him being potentially problematic, but I think that's just because he he goes for is he goes for young, very young women, oh, um, which isn't illegal, but I, th- I he made creepy. some really questionable Me Too comments as well, um, which he had to apologise for. Okay. Um, but I'm not like I don't know. It's, it's a weird one. I think I I struggle to connect with the Avengers just because you know that they're all going to survive and that it's and I know, I know that some don't, but they're also oh. <laughs> self righteous as well. So just on that note, um, my my favorite YouTubers, the Red Letter Media lot, have done a video called "Nobody's Ever Really Gone." Um, I think in reference to like Star Wars and Avengers and stuff, you know, whenever someone dies, like they're never really dead. And they, they just keep saying for about two minutes, they just keep going, nobody's ever really gone and like showing clips of things um, <laughs> in a very silly way. So, yeah, it's true. Um, and even though I absolutely adored WandaVision, which I know you haven't watched yet. No. So, yeah. Um, even though I loved that, Paul Bettany's character was dead at the start of it. Like, and got written back in and written out. You know, well, oh, obviously, yeah, I mean, no, he's, he's in the title. Yeah. He's called Vision. Yeah, he died in... I remember. Like, I, I remember. But the thing so, is, they keep saying Chris uh, Evans, will, they want him to come back as Captain America, and he's said no repeatedly. Um, but his character at the end of The Avengers is 704. So, <laughs> and he, you can tell as well that Chris Evans has just checked out checked of that out. film series. He wants nothing more to do with that. I can see why... Chris Hemsworth does because none of his movies outside of this series are a success. That all flops and he can't act. So that's why he wants in. But what Chris Evans movies outside of this have been successful? Knives Out. Aside, from, I mean, aside, I've not seen. Oh, Knives Out. Yes, of course. Knives Out. He's in that. He's in that new um, Ryan Gosling one. Um, and let's just remember the most important thing he's in ever, which is not another teen movie. One of my favourite movies of all time. The thing is, he's been famous for much, much longer than yeah. Chris Hemsworth is. Um, he also did Broadway. He did that Defending Jacob on Apple TV. I right. I think, I know I'm biased because I love him, but he also seems like a decent guy, but he can act. He's got range. Um, whereas some of the others in 
in the in the Avengers just don't. I don't. I don't think Scarlett Johansson can act. I'm sorry. I think she's the same in everything she does. <laughs> Um, and she annoys the living fuck out of me. Yeah, no, I don't like her either, I have to admit. Robert Downey um, Jr. is the same in every role. Every single role, he just yep. plays Robert Downey Jr. Um, Jeremy Renner just creeps me out. Um, I like <laughs> Mark Ruffalo, but I also think he's fairly limited as an actor as well, I'll be honest. I think he plays himself a lot as well. Mm. I don't like Tom Hiddleston. Um, I'm trying to think. I of- love Tom Hiddleston. I can't stand him. I think he's up his own ass. That um, Taylor Swift thing was just so cringe. Oh, that was weird, yeah. Like, the problem I have, like, part of the reason that I like Tom Hiddleston is um, one of my celebrity friends likes him as a person, which makes me think he must be a nice person. He, I'm going on the word of people I trust. He may well be. It's just, I think the media, he's betrayed himself through the media because this isn't necessarily mm. the media's fault. He's chosen to put words and images out there that are just ridiculous. Yeah. But there we... No, it was very strange, all that Taylor Swift stuff. I'd forgotten about that. Totes. That was a bit of a... Right. Anna Dobby, we've not got round to any of the things, other things I want to talk about, which involves that Sorry. that girlfriend of AJ Pritchard who burnt herself in that YouTube stunt, as well as the whole saga that is Army Hammer. But we'll have to talk about them next week. <laughs> I must admit, I also have a small list of things that I was hoping to talk to you about, but um, Too late. none of them are quite. Yeah, exactly. That ship mine, has mine were sailed. about. <laughs> mine were about. Actually, I did have a thing about the Simpsons, but mine were mostly about goats and fish, and weird animals in general. <laughs> we should. Well, we'll do what we'll do. What, what we'll do. What, I'll say what we'll do. Oh, is we'll... let me just read you out my favourite headline on the Metro at the moment: okay. Massive tit fight breaks out in Scottish Park. Because <laughs> some blue tits had a tussle. Yeah, but it's funny because it's tit. <laughs> tit. <laughs> and it's got a picture of two blue tits wrestling. It's so good. And on that <laughs> note, dear listeners, you lovely tits. <laughs> Just Ice League out. Oh, God. Hamster Jam. Right. See you next time, folks.